0: Welcome to WLNM, the web novel and manga review, hosted by Zeke Changuris. Again, welcome to WLNM, the web light novel and manga review. We are dedicated to bringing our listeners the very special artists and writers that are part of this amazing explosion of creativity, giving us stories to entertain and inspire us. We'd like to welcome today the creative force behind the successful webtoon, The Witch and the Bull, sia Welcome and thank you for joining us.
1: Hi. Um, Hi. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Let's see. So you average, if I'm getting this right, about 40,000 views per episode of Witch and the Bull. Witch and the Bull. Actually, um, I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the clicks. So yeah. the clicks say like 40,000. Um so for our, those of us who aren't familiar uh, with with the story, why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Well, normally I'm not the best at telling like what the plot is, but basically, um, it's a guy who works as the king's advisor, and uh, and then he got turned into a bull. Um, I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> I know this is like my my story, but I'm very I'm very bad at vocalizing like h- describing the story.
0: Okay, um, I, under- I understand. what you're saying. Yeah, it's it well, it's a it's about this uh, fantasy world in which this uh, advisor to the king, who I found rather obnoxious, uh, gets turned into a bull by some happenstance. And his only, his best chance at being turned back from a bull instead of being used as stakes, happens to be a witch whom he and people like him have driven to near extinction after a war. So it seems to be a little bit of uh, a, a love hate really relationship.
1: To, it's not really to extinction, but it's more like. Um... Well, like, they had a war, like, human and witches have a war, like, for a couple of years, and then they, the, the humans won the war, and then now they're taking over the witch world, so they take over their land and everything, and the people have to live together, you know, they are forming, like, a new kind of country, like, where human and witches, they live together, but, um... The guy who got turned into a bull, Tan, he is a very, I don't know if you can say this, like racist (laughs) towards witches. Okay. And so like he like higher ups the Texas, he made made up like um, laws that are against uh, witches. And so they, they don't like really, there's a, there's imbalance in this society, right? It's like a new thing people are getting used to and he's not handling it very well and the king has a different vision um he wants the his kingdom to be more like he, he wants like people live in harmony basically okay. it's really hard to like get to that point point. and then even though tan is trying to do that but he's not really he's not really doing it from the heart so okay that's why there's a lot of like things going on like all the witches hate him and so eventually, he got turned into a bull by somebody. And then he met this witch uh, who was disguised as a as a cafe owner. That's really popular in town, uh, because she saw she saw through like he's a he's not really a bull, right? And right yeah but she can see through it so she tries to save him but within this timeline she's trying to save him like he also, she also like um revealed herself as like the most powerful and vicious witch that like um that killed a lot of people
0: (laughs) yeah I, i have to say the her her style of witchcraft i thought was very inventive um i hadn't seen something similar to that before and I've read a lot of fantasy. Uh, what was your, well, not just that, uh, her, her, not just her power, but what was your kind of inspiration? What kind of got the ball rolling in this story for you? What made you think, okay, this is a story I can tell?
1: Um, there's a lot of different things, like, as inspirations. Like, so, like, the idea of... Uh, of having a bow that shoots into the sky and then summons something was actually maybe like I had that idea like 10 years ago when I was studying game design, I was designing a game. And then I never like ended up working on that idea after. And then when I, something without, with the bull was, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Chinese, like Zodiacs. A little bit. Yeah, and then so I like, have you're... watched
0: fruit baskets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like the second one was, was uh was a uh, ox basically. It's not like yes. a, anything else, it was ox. And then ox are known for like very like hard working, everything. So originally I had idea of uh something with like hard work and like someone who got turned into an ox who's a lazy person. So, but this idea isn't very strong, but it's very like simple. So I just combine like different things together and then it just happens to be like this. Because <laughs> I was trying okay. to write a story for Webtoon and I was trying to actually put things together. So I just, I don't know. I put in well, something and I put it in something, yeah.
0: Thinking mm-hmm? of your process, Are you one of those writers who plot everything out beforehand, or are you kind of making it up and adapting it and seeing where your characters take you?
1: Well, I planned like all the plots for every episode. So for the whole season, the first season, like I already decide like what episode, what's going to happen. But I make sure I leave room for me to like wiggle a little bit, like if I have something thought out on the spot.
0: I was just like try to fit it in. Okay. Now, were you feeling a romantic comedy vibe when you were trying to make it? Cause that's, it kind of feels a little bit like that to me and I am a big fan of romance. And if you can make me laugh, I, I, I doubly appreciate it. Uh, but I mean, were, were you going for that to begin with or was it just something that evolved with the two different personalities?
1: Well, I feel like in the beginning, I want to write a romance. But, like, for me to write a romance, is it's very hard if it's simply romance. And I cannot, like, make anything work.
0: Okay. But so,
1: like, um in this, like, fantasy world, when, like, people, like, when they two of them has to be bind to each other, like, it's very easy, like, if I can write a romance out of it. But I'm not going to let the romance, like, take over the main storyline okay it's just gonna help the storyline.
0: Alright. So I I really like Aro, if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Uh, I how would you how would you describe this I guess is she a reluctant powerhouse witch? Is she uh, is she one of those soldiers who's trying to, you know, regain or they regretted what they did and they're trying to build forward, you know, remake their lives. I mean, how would you describe her?
1: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Like before life, she was just like some sort of genius that works for like the witch army, you know, and then suddenly got so powerful. And she didn't know like it's gonna like harm so many people. Like it wasn't like her intention in magic is to make people happy. So this is like against her intention. So like she's trying to like fix herself up, but she knows like there's some si- some sort of guilt in her. So when she saw this guy who got turned into a bull by the by her invention of magic, she she feels like she's responsible for it. Okay. So yeah, this whole journey so- like she is trying to like you know to forgive herself basically.
0: Okay. So it's a, 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 a like a redemptive story.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. The um now talking about you as a creator. Um do you find yourself artist first, writer first? I mean, do you, do you, can you separate those two talents or is do you need that visual medium in order to tell stories?
1: I'm definitely an artist first. Yeah, I draw everything out in the beginning. Yeah, so like I I can draw like in, an image, like say the idea of Aro like in the beginning, how she looked like. It was like a girl with a ponytail, but like all silver, like just like riding a boat in the Milky Way and then shooting at stars. Basically, that was like the idea in the beginning.
0: Very pretty picture.
1: Yeah. So I drew that. So I drew that. And then I just like, you know, and I just left it there for 10 years and now I pick it back up and then I wrote a story about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, I, I have to say, I, I absolutely love the, the visual aesthetic that you have, uh, the, that ancient Mediterranean vibe throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what made you to go with that instead of an Eastern feel or a more, uh, I don't know, contemporary medieval. If Simply you want
1: because I was just there traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for I was there for six uh, six weeks because I was um, after I left New York. I start traveling the world, you know. So yeah. I was traveling in uh, in Europe, and then they're all like, they're so fun. Like it's just so different than what I see in the U.S. And then and in Asia and I just want and I was in the Mediterranean most of the time and I was just like I want to write something like if I write a story if I have to draw it the next one it has to be in the Mediterranean <laughs>
0: that, but I
1: love I love Croatia the most okay so I started from drawing the story starting from a uh, Split Croatia so you can see a lot of um, buildings that's actually there
0: yeah, and I, I know many movie companies have used uh, Croatia's coastline as a double for Venice, Italy, because it's cheaper to film in Croatia than it is to film in Venice.
1: Yeah, it was honestly so nice. Like, I love that place.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, how would you say sites like Webtoon have been able to... Uh, sites like Webtoon have been able to lower barriers for creators uh, to put their work out in the world. I mean, how how awesome is that, really? I mean, to give you and other creators that access. I mean, is, is you see this is a great launching board, or just because you need to, you need a creative outlet, you need a place to put your work. Uh, it's kind of, I don't, know, I really. I really appreciate having yeah. all these sites now
1: yeah I'm I was actually I never thought like we we're gonna have these kind of platforms before you know like it makes everything so convenient because uh, when we're younger like we all have ideas and then we all create but nobody is seeing them or besides like the people next to you maybe yeah and I always struggle about, like, you know, I always want to become a comic artist, and I was like, I don't even know how to do that. Now you can just, you can just do it and just, like, put it online, put it on Webtoon, or other sites, like Tapas, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And then people are gonna, people can discover you. But, like, the one thing that I find Webtoon especially, like, helpful for me is that, I'm very bad at um, promoting myself. Like, I don't know how to do the marketing. I don't know how to right. like reach out to people. So they do that for me, and I just feel like it's so grateful.
0: <laughs> That's hey, nothing beats uh, good help with marketing.
1: It takes skills.
0: Yes, it, it does. A whole set of skills that many of us just don't have. Some artists, uh, cr- some creators work on multiple projects at a time. Uh, Do you have any other ideas that you're going to try and put out? Are you going to put this one to bed first and then maybe start a second one?
1: Um, I mean, I don't create different things at once because I just, one, just occupied my mind a lot because when I go to bed at night, I think about it and I think about it till I sleep. And then when I wake up, that's the first thing I thought about it. So there's no time for other things.
0: I mean, you're you're basically living with with arrow and Tan, and they're constantly. And also it's a
1: very good like distraction for like whatever that's going on out there that I don't want to think about. You know, like it when I think about um when I think about the story, like it's kind of just, like it just like sucks me into it. You know, I guess because I enjoy like creating the stories so, of like. I, I don't know. It's just like, I, I feel like I just want to devote all my time into it.
0: You know, you just want to do what you love doing and having the chance to do it. Uh, the way you have is uh, remarkable. Um, I really want to thank you for uh, taking the time to talk with me. And I want to thank uh, you for sharing all your thoughts. And I can't well, wait to you. read the next. I can't wait to read the next episode. If you want to learn more about Moonsea. Check out her website at moonsiawixsitecom backslash You can find her on Facebook as Muncia.legend, Instagram at munsia underscore art, and on Twitter at Muncia underscore legend. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe so we can continue to bring you the best these new creators have to offer. And to you listeners, thank you for your time. And keep reading. This has been a WLNM podcast.